This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, do you have any rideshare horror stories? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer did the morning show. Hopefully he's napping right night, now. Night. Uh, Holly Roberts and I are here with you till 3 o'clock. And uh, we, well, we've had our own rideshare horror stories. However, this is all in response to a rideshare horror story that I'm very glad did not happen to me. Yeah, the Gabrielle Union had an experience uh, over the new year so she shared the following on twitter account gabrielle union just being really generous and open-hearted trying to be responsible and use uber and our driver asked to use the bathroom 15 to 20 minutes later sick face emoji dude dropped a deuce Uh, yeah thank you I feel like it was the extra juicy one, too, because it was 15 to 20 minutes. She said, I'm pleased we clearly have a home and available reading materials that scream, come in, get comfortable, and drop the kids off at the pool. Welcome to 2020, folks. Okay, bless her heart. I love her so much. Um, I love her so much because... She, well, okay, so she's trying to be... She said right out, I'm trying to be responsible. I'm not, I'm going to party on New Year's Eve. I'm not going to drive myself. This tweet was sent out at 9.40 p.m. on Tuesday night. And then, surely, I don't know where Gabrielle Union lives, but I can imagine she has more than one toilet in her Mm. house. Yes. I'm just going to say I'm guessing they live in one of those houses where there's more bathrooms than there are bedrooms, and that's how you know it's a big house. She might even have a day of the week toilet. True that. Meaning that she has so many toilets Mm -hmm. in her house that she can just use one every single day of the week and rotate. Right. But... If I'm that Uber driver, though, I'm like, I'm at Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade's house. I'm probably going to be, I'm, yes, I'm going to stop in the restroom. <laughs> but, oh, I just, I don't, well, you're alluding to the fact that you think that maybe this guy was creeping in her medicine cabinet. Well, I'm sure he was. Wouldn't you be? I'm sorry. Well, I'm thinking if she could, you know, this might be a, if you smelt it, you dealt the, just like an actual genuine thing. So bless the Uber driver's heart because, you know, it's one of those things where your body is intelligent. Yeah. And you know that you're rolling up to uh-huh. home or you're rolling up to a place and, and it's you're just rolling like up to Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade's house. It's like, hey, but that's just that's, that's nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. That's Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. Do you have any rideshare horror stories? I will tell you, I did think about this for the very first. Well, no, 
I thought about this, though. You know, my family lives very close to the airport, and uh, it is economical for us to take a ride share to the airport uh, versus parking. Parking yeah. is incredibly expensive. Yeah. And we don't, we live close enough that we don't need to do a park and ride. The park and rides are farther away. So we will take a ride share uh, and uh, an app based uh, ride. And this particular time as the gentleman who was very kind and a great driver and got us where we needed to be safely pulled up to our house and the five of us loaded our luggage into the back of his car and he's at my actual house and i'm thinking as we're driving away now he knows where we live and he knows we're vacating the premises yeah that made me a little feel a little bit nervous yeah then when we got to la by the way six five one six four one one oh seven one any uh ride share driver uh, horror stories this is has nothing to do and i tweeted about this and holly you have you know exactly what i'm going to tell you about we're in la they it is not efficient to get to the uber and lyft stands yes because you have to take a shuttle bus right because lax i think within the past couple of months created designated ride share drop off pickups places that and- are Outside of the terminal. Yep, and you have to take a shuttle there. And part of this is because they're trying to get organized because they're going for, I don't know, is it the Olympic bid or whatever? They're trying to get a lot of people there. Yeah. I'm pat, we're packed in like sardines on the bus. Um, and I am seated next to a gentleman who I'm very intimately connected with at this moment. Yeah. Like we are up on each other because it's real crowded. And suddenly I feel him lift his cheek. How do you, what do you mean? I mean, like the, he grabbed it with his hand? No, he just sort of leaned over, did the little lean. And I thought, that's, I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. He <gasps> just sort of lifted one butt cheek and then sat for a second. And oh. I just, nope, that was what happened. Wow. <laughs> that was the extendo version. We are in public oh. right now. You do not do that to people. And also, there's a person on the other side. Why did you lift this cheek? Yeah. Well, Why yeah. me? Why? You did, you did put that on Twitter, Colleen. And it, it, I did call it the San Fernando Valley handshake. I'm like, welcome to Los Angeles. That's Gonna treat you real well. A little bit of everything. But, like, seriously, it's just, you know, to our previous point with ride chairs, I don't really like to use them. Because I get paranoid. I don't want someone to come and pick me up at a house. Uh-huh. I don't want them to know where I live, where, I don't, been. where I've been. <laughs> and I've taken them to and fro from the airport within the past year. But it always makes me uneasy because to your point, I mean, not to say that everyone is a criminal and everyone is creeping on you, but there's just stuff. It's a like, weird thing. It's like the time I took a I took a, a ride share ride. During the Super Bowl here, uh-huh. when the Super Bowl was happening in Minneapolis, and it was actually coming back from our remote broadcast. Yeah. And then the driver's like, hey, you mind if I get gas just to sit here in the car? And I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. And then I did. And it was weird. And I was like, okay, this is a boundary that right. I want to be friendly to you. But I don't want to be that friendly. No, Just drop me off at home. I'm tired. I want to get out of here. There's too many darn people here. Jenna's on the line. Let's hear. Jenna, do you have a rideshare app-based horror story? Well, I do. Um, We were leaving a concert probably about a year ago, and we were with my husband and a couple of other friends, and we thought we'd be smart and take a lift. Um, It was 
slightly raining, but then we got in the car, it wasn't raining, and this guy kept his windshield wipers on, and he was, like, swerving, and it was like he was on either some alcohol or other form of drugs. And it was pretty scary. We actually got, I think we got out of the lift and, you know, called another one because he was intoxicated by something. Jenna, oh my gosh, thank you for your call. That is horrifying. And I, that reminded me of, my kids actually asked me because we had a great, we had a great driver uh, from the airport in LA to Disneyland. And my kids said, who is your worst ever driver? Like that one was great, but who have you ever had a terrible ride? Yeah. And I remembered that my husband and I had taken uh, a ride share app based ride home from a concert. Maybe I can't remember where we were coming from. This guy was driving on the wrong side of the road. (gasps) And I was like, we are not in England. This is not okay. It was terrifying. And I would just, I highly recommend contacting the ride app like customer service. Oh yeah, when you gotta like make a report on that. You stuff. do because, like, you know, they're trying their best to keep track of everybody out on the road, but everybody's a contractor, so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta squawk when something like that happens. Yeah. If they want to use your restroom, I don't know, tweet about it, like Gabrielle <laughs> Union did. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, it is twenty twenty. It is New Year's. Welcome to 2020. Oh, 2020. Um, and I just had some thoughts over the weekend, over the holiday weekend, about, uh, you know, the changing of the year, the changing of the decade. And I just wanted to, you know, have a thoughtful moment with all of you when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. You guys, it's 2020. What? It's true. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lynch and Bradley Trainer did the morning show. But he's not here with us right now. He's hopefully napping. I hope he's napping. Oh my gosh. Right? It is a nap day. It is a big time nap day. Holly Roberts and I are here with you until three o'clock. So you know, it's interesting because I was I was paying attention to kind of how how we ring in the new year, and especially the new decade. Because I think we had social media when it, you know, in 2009 to 2010. We totally had social media. But I don't think it was the place like where it is now. It seemed like it was still pretty new. We certainly didn't have it 20 years ago. Well, we didn't have Instagram. Or if we did, it was in its super infancy. Facebook hadn't purchased it yet. Right. We had Twitter. Mm -hmm. Twitter was just starting to break in its cultural influence. And then your your mom was starting to join Facebook at that time. Right. So we haven't really ushered in a new decade in this way with social media. Yeah. So I was paying attention over the week uh, to how people were reflecting on the past decade, right? Twenty turning twenty twenty was big for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean it's a bit it's big. When you think about when you were young, how we talked about twenty twenty, that was the future. But the future is now. And now the future is now. Yeah. And so I was, you know, as I would sort of read through people's posts, there was a lot of reflecting and deep reflection on what has happened in people's lives over the last decade. And, you know, sometimes it was, sometimes there was a lot of pain in it. Sometimes there was a lot of joy and happiness. Sometimes people were reflecting in a way that led you to believe that they really had done some work and Uh they were able to kind of put a positive spin on some really difficult things. And I thought, you know, I I don't know that I do that. <laughs> Meaning, I don't Meaning know what? 
like to me, the calendar has just changed. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having that reflection. Um, but I don't know that I wasn't. I was happy to read other people's. I was happy to sort of share in the joy or the grief that they were going through. But I didn't feel compelled myself to have that reflection. Um, and I thought, you know what? I bet I'm not the only person who doesn't feel like we need to have this reflective period just because it's turning January 1st, 2020. And I just wanted to sort of give, I don't know, give voice or permission or not that people need my permission, but just sort of give that perspective of like other people might be reflecting on a decade and you might not need to do that. And I think that's okay because, and I get that point Colleen, because you are on social media hanging out and looking at all of these people and, and some of them putting out some really deep introspective, thoughtful feelings and about the past decade on social media. And there might be a voice inside saying, if I'm not sharing this kind of vulnerability on social media, am I doing it wrong? Or did this decade or, even or happen? Or did this decade <laughs> even happen? Because right. we have moved into this relationship with social media, and you can kind of see this trend being reflected specifically on Instagram, where a lot of people are being radically vulnerable on social media mm-hmm. and sharing uh, intimate moments and feelings about their lives that maybe even a couple of years ago they wouldn't have felt comfortable doing. And I, I think that's a reaction to the artificiality of Instagram influencer aesthetics mm-hmm. where you know, you were talking at the beginning of the show that there are all these people doing all these poses at Disneyland yes. for Instagram. And it's like... Nobody sticks their layout like yeah, that. Yeah, nobody like, sits like that. That's not a natural way to sit. Natural. So we've done this 180 where now it's like there are these dear diary things out there in public for people to consume. Right. And there's a genuine feeling for relatability out there being like, if I share this thought, then, you know, I I can show people that they are not alone in whatever is happening. But then there's also a, a, a slight bit of ego service in as much as that. and then And then it goes back to... You know, if I'm not sharing these vulnerable moments, am I using social media wrong? Am I, am I, is something wrong with me? But we're here right. to tell you, no, nothing's wrong nothing's with wrong. you. All you got to do is show up every day yeah. and do your darn best. Right. And, you know, maybe you'll learn from it and maybe you'll share that or maybe you won't. And that's fine too. Yeah. It, it's just, it's so, it's, it's, it's been a fascinating exercise in human observation. The last, I'm just in a space. Maybe it's because I went on vacation and I actually was like seeing people in ways that I don't usually. Well, you're out of your normal routine. I was out of my routine. And so I was sort of shaken up a little bit watching people and how people interact in public spaces and how we use social media in a public forum in that way. And, um, And I just wanted to say to people, listen, like, do you? And if that does not involve a 10 year retrospective, that's cool. Yeah. But if it does, I'm here for it. Yes. And I will read it and I will celebrate with your celebrations and I will grieve with your griefs. And, uh, you know, we're all just going to get through the next, you know, 10 years, 20 years, 100 years together. It's yeah. all good in the hood. Yes. So that's all. That's all I had to say about that. That's all. But Holly, Thanks, you, Boomers. but you had a little, an observation about, you know, kind of another thing, another trend in the new year. Yeah. You know, to your point, Colleen, about you just do you and express yourself in the way that you want to express yourself on social media, whether that's being radio silent or that's writing the great American novel about how you were feeling yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, there is this trend when we 
turn a new year, when we start afresh, that we're going into things with positivity and and we're doing things and and we're going to be living our best lives Uh and we're doing all this. Yay, positivity. I'd like for what I observe as tyrannical positivity (laughs) to go by the wayside. Tyrannical positivity, defining that in as much as like you are so consumed by positive thoughts that there is no room for anything else being that anything less than being utmost positive is just wrong right i'm here to tell you that life is a roller coaster y'all life is a roller coaster and sometimes you puke out the side (laughs) sometimes you're like fabio and you get a bird smacking Mm, in your face that's a really good meme you gotta check that out you gotta check that out it actually happened i i thought about this idea of tyrannical positivity in the way that the duke and duchess of sussex were presenting it in their social media account where they wanted to highlight a Instagram account ran by journalists for quote good news only to quote celebrate acts of kindness and while I like I appreciate that sentiment that okay we're going to focus on good news only you're missing out on a big swath of the human experience when you're focusing on good news only because it's okay to focus critically on news that might not make you just feel positive Mm -hmm. Because there's a difference between just being negative all the time and then having a critical eye, too. Because if you have a critical eye, I mean, at least you care. You, right. It means you care about something. Right. And just this whole idea, like, we're good vibes only. We're going to focus on good news only. And we're going to not pay attention to the haters. Well, I mean, I will say one thing is that that's what the haters are counting on you to right. do. They're counting on you to not look at the things that are maybe messy, ugly, complicated, nuanced. Right. And that you're going to only go for the good news only. You know, it's interesting because AOL did this uh, yeah. very well. I mean, back when AOL was a real thing. A I know it's three hours with your, but, yeah, with your CD-ROM. They had a site that was only the good news. And I don't think it... I, I think that it's a... V- it's an honorable effort. Yeah. I appreciate say, what look they're at, doing. Think positively when, you know, the good thoughts create good actions, all of that. And I agree with that. You know, it is, it is, it is good to be kind. It is good to have good thoughts. Yeah. But the re- there's, there's gotta be a reason why these things don't take off in the way that we want them to. Yeah. And I think some of it is, that life is kind of full of the ups and the downs. Yeah. And you do need both in order to appreciate when things are good. Yeah. And then also allowing for space, not only for good news only, but, you know, sometimes it's okay to ha- be in these negative spaces, yes. but just don't get attached to it too much. But allow yourself the process to be a ding-dang human being. Yes, man. Ooh. Ride the wave. By the way, little baby Archie is adorable. Mm, on the that is Duchess true. The of Sussex's Instagram account. I mean, arr. Anyway, happy 2020, <laughs> y'all. Just be, do you. When we come back, we got we got the crazy, stupid idiots. On the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lynch and Bradley Trainer did the morning show. He should be napping now. Night, if night. he's not, I'm irritated with him. Yeah, go to sleep. Seriously, would you? Holly and I are hanging out with you until 3 o'clock, and uh, we have some crazy, stupid idiots to tell you about. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. 
It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Oh, those crazy, stupid idiots. They're out and about and they're doing crazy, stupid, idiotic things. They're to your right. They're to your left. Hopefully, when you're looking in the mirror, there's not one gazing back in your direction. Oftentimes, we find these crazy, stupid idiots in the state of... Florida. Florida. Abby's actually like a real singer, so we really screwed that one up. Uh, all right. Whoa. Now. I tried. You did try. Uh, we're going to Louisiana fast. Yes. Um, we are going to meet a gal uh, who lives in West Monroe, Louisiana. And uh, she got herself into some trouble. Her name is Candace O'Neill. Uh, nope, sorry. It's just Candace Neal. And that is Candace with a Y. Candace. She's 41 years of age, and uh, she uh, was met by the authorities after an unidentified complainant reported finding, quote, suspected narcotics inside the apartment, which is the home to Candace Neal. Well, so uh, the authorities obtained a probable cause affidavit. And uh, they conducted an investigation. And during this investigation, they found a container uh, that was marked dope. Nice. And upon further investigation, they were able to locate methamphetamine inside that container that was marked dope. All right. The cops left the apartment before the deputies had the the, um, occasion to speak with Ms. Neal. Um, but they did encounter her later and she was arrested after she was found, quote, hiding behind the residence. Mm. She was read her rights and then she reportedly, quote, admitted ownership of the suspected narcotics. Pro tip. Yeah. Don't put your If you're uh, hiding something illegal, don't label it the illegal substance that it is, right? Or just like that's like putting it in a jar that says illegal substances. Yes, exactly. Like usually you want to hide your narcotics in a cookie jar yeah, or like an Altoid that, cart- container yeah, that has Cookie Monster on mm-hmm. it because surely you would be like nobody is going to suspect that the Sesame Street character is actually hiding a lot of meth. I mean, you would want to hide it any place other than where it is labeled. Now, I appreciate a good label maker. You know me. I like to know where things are. Mm -hmm. You should see my linen closet. Everything has a place. This is where the candles go. Here's where the... Uh, those old uh, shampoos that I steal from hotels go. I'm impressed. Everything with has. You. A, oh, you gotta do. I gotta have that. I gotta maintain that level of organization. I'm Otherwise, impressed. it all goes to you know what. Yeah. In any case, I don't know that if I were housing an illegal substance inside of my home, I would label that drugs. Yeah, I, or I might label it, but it would be like pennies <laughs> yeah. or like spoon collection yeah, or something like Oreos. that. Yeah. Thim- thimbles. thimbles. Do people still collect those? I'm sure. I'm sure they do. People collect thimbles. all kinds of crap. Yeah, humans are weird. <laughs> I got a story for you about a weird human. Ooh, tell me. I don't even know where this happened. And I was trying to do a little research. Uh, but this comes to us courtesy of an Instagram account called Passengers Shaming. Ooh. Passengers Shaming. Shaming people for their unruly behavior in airplanes or at airports. So I did find this on The Sun, though, which is a UK publication. But yep. The following story has a song, and the song goes as followed. Pee-pee in the airport. Pee-pee in the airport. Because that's exactly what happened at some airport somewhere on planet Earth. 
I can't tell you where. But there was a guy sitting in the terminal. And he's sitting fully clothed. And he went potty? And he went potty. That's nasty. That's nasty. nasty. Like full golden arch. Oh my gosh. In In the the airport, in the seat, at the terminal. (coughs) I mean... And wow, yeah, that was actually yeah. Um, I mean, I was gonna say that's. I mean, when really you want to get in that that prime, you know, not they don't call it a loading zone, do they? What do they call it? Boarding zone? What the yellow zone you know, is for the immediate loading and unloading of passengers? I mean, only? he's unloading something. <laughs> he's but, got a yellow zone that he made himself. Yes, okay. Um, but I'm just saying, you know, when you really want to make sure you get on the plane early. Um, you don't want to lose your spot in line, but he does not appear. Guy's I, not in line. No, he's just sitting there, probably drunk. I'm, I'm just, I'm making imagine? an educated guess, looking at this guy. Yes. There are people sitting around him, and they're all watching him pee on the floor of the wow. terminal. That's he's probably drunk. Oh, by the way, sad situation. If you're not following passenger shaming, I mean, on this is my next move it's right na- now. It's nasty because I also saw this story on the Daily Mail. The one that. Uh, is after the guy peeing on the floor of the airport. Oh, no. There's a woman. You're giving us a twofer right now. I, I mean, I am. It's a BOGO thing. We're feeling generous. It's Okay, lovely. Because I don't know where this happened either. But there's a woman sitting in the bulkhead of an airplane. Oh. That is the uh, part in the airplane where there is a, a wall. No seats in no front seat of you. no seat in front of you. Mm-hmm. This lady. Okay, oh, once, once she's got bare feet. Which I can't even stand. If you fly on an airplane with bare feet, we got to talk. That's nasty. Like, we just got to talk. That's nasty. You went through TSA with bare feet. That's nasty. I saw this one time. Yeah. How she's... Oh, There's a woman sitting in the bulkhead with bare feet using her toe Mm -mm. to scroll through Mm -mm. the in-flight entertainment on the screen. No, I just. I'm sure I she know. thought that she, no. that was her life hack. I, no, but it's that's not a nasty. Life hack. Please, for the love, for the love. I don't know that I want to. I mean, I want to follow this. I Instagram. don't care how hot it is. Could be. I be, could, could be going to the hottest place on planet Earth. No, keep your shoes what, on. Keep keep your shoes on and wear some socks. When you are going through the airport, because you are—that means you are walking through TSA with bare feet. You are going into the bathroom on an airplane with bare feet. And I'm here to tell you, having been on an airplane or two in my life, that there are things on the floor of those toilets oh. that shouldn't be there because people have poor aim. Oh, that is nasty. That's so nasty. That so that nasty. means her pee toes are on that in-flight entertainment. Screen. Can I tell you what I saw on pee-toes. Amazon? Pitos? I no. I want people to hear about this though because I think this is a game changer. There is a product that you can purchase on the Amazon, uh, and it's a foot sling. If you are a person who feels like you need to have your feet elevated at all times, uh, for example, these people with the bare feet who like to rest them on other people's seats, it literally it hooks onto the um, tray table. Yeah, and it's like a sling. So you just hook it over the tray table, yeah, and then you just have a little. It's like your own personal ottoman. That's great. I don't know. I'm gonna, Do that. Keep I'm, your shoes on. I'm going to give a little crazy, stupid, idiot advice. I think that the next time that we fly on airplanes, we should all be like supermodel Naomi Campbell. She takes a disinfectant wet wipe and wipes down all 
the surfaces I did that. of her seat. On our way, on our flight, I stopped at the gift shop and I paid twice what I needed to pay. That's fine. For disinfecting wipes. Yeah. And I wiped the heck out of Cause, everything. Because you may be sitting in somebody's crusty pee feet. Yes. And you it's don't nasty. even know it. That's nasty. Wow. Right. Sorry to anybody who's about to get on an airplane. Well, then maybe they'll stop and get a wet, overpriced wet wipe and we will save them the crusty pee feet. This is true. We just care about you. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and say, if you're on a tour bus uh, in uh, Manchester, England, also you might want to wipe down those seats because mm-hmm. my crazy, stupid idiot is um, the two people on the double-decker bus mm-hmm. who were um, enjoying each other's company in a sexual way. Well, they're horny. Yeah, horny. They're horny. And... Uh, <laughs> On the bus, in full view of many people. And yes, indeed, there is photographic evidence of this. And they are my crazy, stupid idiots. I do not have their names, but make sure that you are bringing those disinfecting wipes everywhere you go. All shared spaces. Please wipe them down. I'm always just... (sighs) Liberally. When when you think... When you think you are... Just like, you're like, how horny can human beings get? I don't know. You see something like this. And you're just like, okay, every people got their weird things. They got their kinks. They got their fetishes. But surely, surely, like, you could have gone somewhere private. Because right. that bus has potato chips in That's the crust. Nasty. That's nasty. There's gold, crumbled up goldfish. Skin flakes. Mm, Holly, you <laughs> always take it to the nasty place. <laughs> I have been on some city buses. Oh, I know. In the UK. Uh-huh. They're nasty. Well, you just like, you can't even put down a towel, okay? okay. So I'm just letting you know, <laughs> like, con- contain the horniness. I just like, I am continually. We are giving so many hot tips for I, 2020. I'm just continually amazed at how horny human beings are. It's probably and, because and we they do have, this segment. And they have an inability to contain that and compartmentalize it mm-hmm. into a place where you can deal with that natural mm-hmm human urge in a safe space where i quite frankly i don't want to look at it i just like i don't want to look at it that's nasty I don't, that's nasty that's gross Ugh. when we come back on the colleen and bradley the bus show was a frozen two bus i know think which is the, even think worse of the youth. let it go mm. uh when we come back on the colleen and bradley show it's time to play the throwback live we're going to do that after this on my talk 1071.